Hey guys, welcome back to Perspective and Cruise. I am your host, Favor Vincent Efe, and I am super excited about this episode. So today, we will be talking about something quite interesting. Like, this is a topic that interests me personally, so I hope you can feel the enthusiasm in my voice. Now, another interesting thing about this is that tomorrow is New Year! And in the spirit of this new beginning and new season, I have decided to talk about something that is based on reflections and, you know, moving ahead. So today's title is Regrets, Lessons and Growth. Regrets, Lessons and Growth. And I hope you enjoyed this one. Now here's another interesting thing about today's episode. I have a guest in the house. Can I hear a round of applause? Thank you, thank you, thank you. I deserve it all. (laughs) Anyways, my guest is right here, so let's allow her do the talking. By the way, because of how deeply she will be sharing her life with us, we have decided to give her a fake name. You know, so people don't go ahead to stalk her on social media and all of those things. She wants to remain anonymous. And because of how much she loves me, she has decided to adapt my last name. (laughs) Not my dad's name though, but like my other name, which is Efe. So Efe, welcome to Perspective and Cruise. Tell us how you're feeling tonight. Thank you. I feel so excited to be do you believe she's excited? I don't believe she's excited. Actually, I'm scared. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Just take a deep breath. Calm down. We are all human beings. No judgments, okay? You, you can't nod your head. I'm sorry. You have to say something. <laughs> so, okay? Okay. I'm calm now. Okay. Nice. This is a conversation between me and you and people that you don't even know. It is a safe space. Feel free to let everything out. Feel free to be vulnerable. Nobody knows you. You are like John Cena. They can't see you. That's some deep porn right there, but she doesn't get it. Anyways. (laughs) (laughs) So, let's make a quick introduction. Tell us a little about yourself, Miss F.A. Okay. Um, Miss F.A. My fake name. I'm 20 years old. My teenage life was complicated. Okay. Still complicated. I'm not really like fixed. None of us are fixed, darling. But I'm happy and I'm so excited to cross over. (laughs) Being alive is one of the best things that's happened to me and that's just it. And I don't have a boyfriend. That's why I'm super happy. <laughs> and I'm not ashamed of not having a boyfriend. Actually, I have someone. But <laughs> okay, before we jump into details, because I can see that she's super excited to jump into the entire thing. But let's have a recap of her introduction. So Miss F.A. and I have been friends for over a decade. I think we became friends when I was like six years old, right? Right. Her dad owned a building that my mom used as a restaurant. So we were pretty much close because our family members were business business partners. So my my mom didn't let me have a lot of friends growing up. But since she knew 
Effie's family, she would let me go over and have sleepovers, so we became really, really close. And Effie is one of my best friends, to be honest. We've known each other since forever. But at the same time, I still feel that you are very good at putting up a face. Like, you don't let a lot of people get close to you, right? Right. Yes. So in as much as we know each other that well, I still feel like there are some things about you <laughs> that still is terrifying. But I hope tonight, tonight we'll get to find out more. So let's start. Um, how has the past seven years been for you? Before you turned 20, we're going to reflect deeply on your teenagehood, if there's such a word. Um, let us start from mistakes. What mistake have you made that you feel has affected you right now as a person in your early 20s? Okay. Mistakes. I think mistakes that I've made are plenty. A queen and more. I stand. Queen and more, but what I think I have done wrongly that is affecting me and I'm trying to like change it is trying to be perfect like trying to be trying to look good in the eyes of other people and not being myself not being the real me okay so there was something you said that um, that I picked inside my head you said mistakes that you have made that you are trying to is it correct? I don't know something like that but here's the thing, we cannot correct mistakes, is it? We cannot erase them totally. What we can do is find a way to comprehend them so we sustain them in our now lives. Because I still feel like mistakes are very important, right? They are like building blocks of one's personality. If you don't make mistakes, you spend a lot of time being a coward and an irresponsible person and one of the most scary things about life for me is that you don't get a start over this is not a game that you get to be like oh shit i have fucked up i want to start again you don't get that you just have to pick up the pieces and move on <clears throat> so let's be specific now um should we start from relationships or career or sex um i really don't know because this isn't scripted, we're just like having a conversation. That is why it's called perspective and cruise. It shouldn't be mechanical, we're just talking like normal people. <laughs> so let's get into details. How was your sex life during your teenagehood? <laughs> I am. I, I just want to like explore you <laughs> at the moment. My sex life was adventurous. Like, I love adventure. Fifty Shades kind of shit. Yeah, she's kind of and I had sex with I have like two body cams now. <laughs> sorry, can you amplify? We didn't get that. Seriously, Seriously okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I have twelve body counts. Twelve body counts. Yes. Okay, so pause. Society would say that that is a lot for someone who just turned twenty. <laughs> yeah. But like I said, no judgments and beside you are in the shadows. Nobody knows you. How do you really feel? you have slept about how do you feel about sleeping with 12 people in the space of how many years now when you become sexually active 
18. Wow, you waited till you were legal. A queen, I stand. <laughs> but seriously, wait, in the space of two years, I'm a little stunned. You can you can even deduct a year and a half from it because I went celibate for a year and a half. So approximately, I just had to adventures in maybe so, one year, four months, like, or so. I don't know. Okay. How do you feel about that, genuinely? Genuinely, I feel like humanely, I feel bad, but genuinely, you had, I fun. had fun. She, she had fun. <laughs> yes, I did. I had fun, and I can't regret it because I can't undo, undo it. it. That's just a fact. But I'm celibate right now, and girl, you are not celibate. <laughs> I am not sex for over a week. She said it's over a week. <laughs> please, please, note to self, it's not celibacy if it was one week ago. We are not taking that as celibacy. No, I'm praying to keep it. I'm hoping to keep that. Like, keep up with it. You understand? Okay. So, I don't regret having those experiences. Like, I had sex in different places with those men. It was fun because I was actually moon. I can't moon. I can't moon and come and moon. Comrade, comrade has dropped motivational codes. <laughs> okay, so I don't regret doing all these things because it's intentional. Has there been any way that this exploration of yours dear Dora I think we should have called you Dora because you explored <laughs> but has there been any way that these shadows have chased you they have they have yes. can you talk about it they have they have chased me. can you speak up please in dark ways like really dark ways there was a time that to question myself what what the hell like what am i doing like what have i become or what is this what's going on with me like it's not actually what i plan like that's not a plan i like i don't i want to have just a, a sex partner just one person but then just like keep on growing the number of the guys keep on growing and the worst part is that i have no like connection emotional attachment yes exactly i have no emotional attachment with those guys and then the whole feeling is making me it made me feel like i was a whole something that happens to the best of us to be very honest That happens to the best of us to be very honest like I have said the truth is at some point in our life we have doubt we have that self-realization moment is what I call it is like when you look into the mirror and you're like is this really me <laughs> and then you question your values and then you question yourself and then you question your actions and everything and the worst part is where you start to drown in self judgment there is no judgment that is as bad as self-judgment trust me i have been there when you sit down and judge the hell out of yourself sometimes i punish myself when i make some certain mistakes 
I do things to myself that are hurtful, not physically though. I beat myself up mentally. I sit down and I talk to myself and I punish myself like you low son of a bitch. (laughs) But this is not about me tonight. This is all about you. Has there been any specific uh, moments that was so excruciating if that's how you pronounce the word you know something painful it could be mentally it could be physically it could be religiously anything that happened during the exploration of your sex and aftermath i'm looking for an aftermath what happened after all these wild moments there are a lot but i'm going to talk about two okay first one is that i wouldn't really call it I don't even know what happened, but I got raped by my boss. Have I ever told you that? Yeah, you have. <clears throat> yeah, that was so depressing. But sorry to cut you, but that wasn't voluntarily, right? It wasn't your fault, first and foremost. You weren't but trying to I explore. Were you? Oh, I blame myself because. I, I don't know, was I too stupid or I don't even know what I was but I felt like I I don't know there's just this feeling that made me feel like I was seducing him or maybe I was just being calm or cool with him or whatsoever because I went to his house and I couldn't speak up because I went to his house <clears throat> Have I shared this with you before? Um, when I almost got raped, I also went to the guy's house and I couldn't do anything about it. It's just like you said, because I went to his house. Like, how can you come out and speak about rape when you took yourself to the house? Like, you know, all these fallacies around um, rape issues and stuff like that. People are already made, the, the victims are blamed already. You understand? It is guilt trip that comes with it. So imagine you coming out to say, I went to his house and I got raped. It'd be like that one was not raped one more. Now you defy something where you don't go see. You understand me? So, but that is wrong. Wrong is wrong regardless because going to a man's house is not um, a green card for him to explore your body. You understand me? So don't blame yourself. It wasn't your fault. It's not your fault that other people are being assholes. Do not ever try and sit down and say, Oh, I'm so stupid. I was so vulnerable. You understand? I know no motivational quotes I will give you right now is going to work. I don't know if this is working because I'm not a therapist. But I just want you to know that it wasn't your fault. So you're going to tell us about two. What's the second one? Why are you smiling like that? Second one was... The second one was when I had sex with this boyfriend of mine. I did not consider him. It was a one-sided relationship. Ouch. (laughs) He always come around and then I decided to go and visit him and boom, something happened. We had sex and he actually had sex with me because he did it. And then I, after three weeks, discovered that I was pregnant. You discovered you were pregnant. How did that make you feel? I felt terrible. Seriously. I did not even know what to fear at some point because this was someone that I least expected in 
like even if he wanted it like i hate i don't i i don't like him but i don't hate him but you slept with him anyways yes, why did I you did. sleep with him was it just the sexual urge the fact was that i felt like i owe him something because we've been dating for like three years hmm. and then he has never touched me so wow. i felt like i owed him can i tell you something back. I think <clears throat> psychologically um, the society has implanted its way of thinking into your mind you know how people think just because you're in a relationship you should be having sex you, it has somehow subconsciously you didn't even know about it become a value of yours so now you're in a relationship with a man for three years and you haven't slept with him you feel bad do you get what I'm trying to say <clears throat> And that's just fucked up, to be honest, because this is you, this is your person. If you don't want to do it, then don't do it. But it happens to the best of us. There are some things we do that we don't even know where these values are coming from. Like, I, for one, I am an advocate for independence. I don't like it. I don't ask men for money because I have, like, a really... I call it pride I don't know but I don't feel comfortable asking people for money male or female except for like really really close but somehow society has made me think that when a man is not giving me money he's not in that standard do you get what I'm trying to say but those are not my values I know deep down that I wouldn't want to be in a relationship just to take money from a man remember when I told you I was going to see someone with my own transport fare and you (laughs) told me to always collect transport (laughs) and you said always collect transport don't spoil this man (laughs) and I know you and I know you are not a gold digger (laughs) but here you are letting society think for you so one thing we should really learn is that we must know we must learn to differentiate when it is us really speaking and when it is like society that is speaking from our mouth so thank you for sharing that deep story let's move on to another segment of your life i'm so like happy right now to like dissect you (laughs) okay um what do you think you could have done differently generally right now i think i would have done differently was that i would have just I would have been myself. The first guy I had sex with, no other Sivan wanted to have sex with him. But, but I had sex with him because I don't know. Because he wanted it. Hmm. <laughs> Another deep issue. Um getting intimates not because you want to, but because the other person wants to. A lot of people are stuck in that situation, you know. And it's just messed up. There, there are lots of things we need to unlearn in this life, girl. Like, so many things. So, so many things. You don't owe anybody shit. We need, we need to make emphasis on that. Especially when it's something you're not comfortable doing. I have been there. I have done things for people that I, on a normal day, wouldn't do. But just for the sake of they wanted it. And it makes it even worse if you have a soft spot for this person. But anyways, we cannot undo the past. Yes, we can. We can make amendments. Yes, motivational quote from a queen and more. So, career-wise, where are you right now? 
I have been very thankful to the Lord. My career-wise, like He has been helpful. I have two diplomas in computer science. Go, girl! And I'm about to get a degree in my next year. <laughs> That's Within beautiful. Two years, two years time, and then I'll be a computer guru. Like God has been really faithful. He's trying to make me. <laughs> I can't believe she's talking about God. <laughs> Because normally you are not like the religious type. Now that reminds me, let's talk about religion. How do you feel balancing religion and your social life? Because that's something that's quite interesting and quite contradicting at the same time. Especially if you like to catch crews and explore. You know, somehow the Holy Spirit will be looking at you like, hmm, a queen and more. <laughs> you get me. How do you feel as a Christian girl with all this explorations favor you know me i'm not a social type <laughs> i am just now i don't know what is wrong with me like my social life is just so i don't even know i don't i like those things don't excite me i don't know why okay so let's let's rephrase then balancing your sexual life and your religious life your spiritual so, life rather it's so hard like god I don't know what used to beat me anytime I have I have sex, but there's just this trail when you want to go and do it, and after you get beat up like by the Holy Spirit or I don't even know what I own conscience. Yeah. Yes, I I used to I break down completely to the extent that I can get depressed. Like hmm. that's just what it does to me. So I don't know. I'm not yet finding balance. I can't it's even balance. You know, they just can't be stop. Like they just cannot. I've never had all my body can be sex. I've never had a sex that I felt comfortable with. Like my conscience was relaxed. Like you know. Can you stop? Can you stop and speaking? Own it, girl. Own whatever you have to say. I've never had a balance between my religious life. It's always the, it's always beating me up. Thank you for that honesty. Because I, for one, I'm trying to balance it too. I love Jesus Christ. To be very, very honest, Jesus is my guy. At the same time. I love to listen to their Amali songs. <laughs> and I also like being a sexual being. I love to listen to sexual music. If you go through my playlist, you can tell. You understand? I love to have fantasies. Here is a very deep confession, people of God. Sometimes when we're having morning devotions, I think about sex. <laughs> okay. I really do. And I just really don't know how to find the balance between these two to be very honest like my my spiritual life and my sex life they, they are very contradicting yes. they don't go in handy like god how can i be your child and still be me you understand one of them has to die for the other to survive i don't know but i think that would be that would be the climax of it all that would be where the resolution lies one has to bow down for the other to rise god help us so what else should we discuss about? Because <laughs> we really did not script this down. During the whole rehearsals, is there anything we wanted to talk about that I haven't brought up? We mostly like the uncle, we mostly talk about sex. Okay. Just like you. Always thinking about sex. <laughs> 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 but then 
okay life. yes like how these things that you have done in the past have an impact in your life right now like how you have commitment issues and you were scared for some reasons to be committed to one person and you made mention of something that's <clears throat> really triggered or um, ignited your whole fear of being in love can you please share with them it was a, it was connected to me in case you forgot okay I'm afraid of heartbreak I'm and breaking down and what what did I even say again you said you didn't want to be like me okay yeah I did not want to be like no I've seen you I do not ever want to be in your shoes forget the fact that you are you know you are amazing and then I marry you but god I don't want to be in that <laughs> shit no I am a hopeless romantic I really am a hopeless romantic yeah, I don't want to be in that shit like it's so fucked up I cannot I I do have attachment to people like one that affects me when they are not around so I'm afraid I'm scared of having that kind of attachment with someone that would just go away I have serious issues with letting go exactly girl yes so I don't even want to hold on to you so that I would have to think about letting you go understand but if there's one thing i've learned especially in the past week is that we should just learn to live in the moments like tomorrow is not even promised at all so whether or not you make plans to marry this person or not you should just learn to savor every single moment like i used to be ashamed that i could be so vulnerable with someone until i didn't know how to be vulnerable with anyone like i stopped falling deeply in love with people and it was messed up it was so superficial nothing felt good because love feels good to be honest and you really know you love when the person leaves or some shitty thing happens and you really break down so i am so proud that i have the strength of being vulnerable with a person and unlike what people think love is not for the weak love is for the strong and I know you can be strong and I hope to see you strong yes I can be strong on that note my dear I don't even want to fall I know that I know that I mustn't fall in love with a human so I can just find an object and fall in love with (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about (laughs) (laughs) and it mustn't be human because I don't trust humans you have trust issues I have trust issues serious trust issues saying this to your eyes because I love you so much but I have trust issues I don't like I don't even trust you right now <laughs> <laughs> okay I think you shouldn't trust me either because I could like publish this with your name <laughs> I don't care like, <laughs> you, nobody can track me even if you post my pictures they'll be like where should we link this where should we link this they'll search for me and then nothing, just like a ghost like nothing <laughs> Okay, Effie, thank you so, so much for joining my podcast. Thank you for sharing a piece of your life with me. Um, so, in light of that, I think we should be rounding up. What growth are you most grateful for? To be alive. <laughs> That's a good one. Yes, to be alive and to be healthy. But then, I'm just happy that I'm just happy 
do you believe that we can completely get over our bullshit from the past can someone completely heal from the bullshit of the past for me i don't believe i don't accept it i don't think you can completely forget about it like they are already you exactly because sometimes when people have certain dark faces in their life they don't like to share it they don't like to talk about it they just bury it it's why you could get married to someone and not even know their past history because they believe they are a new person quote unquote but But it will surface there will be reflections of that past in your life negatively or positively You could go through shit and come out and be a more responsible person. You could go through shit and come out and be a more responsible person with insecurities. Whether you like it or not, you are still tied down to this bullshit of yours. So if you're out there and you've made any mistake or whatsoever, just know that you cannot erase it. The least you can do is to sustain it. Thank you so much for joining my second episode of Perspective and Cruise. I'm getting more comfortable over here like... We are doing this in one record. My mom is walking around the house, hitting the doors. (laughs) Shout out to my mom. But we are just having fun and we are not going to erase any parts. I love you guys so much and I wish you a happy new year in advance. Bye guys. I love you so much again. My name is Fever Vincent F.A. And my guest is Miss F.A. Have a new year and cheers to more love and lights. Bye.